You're listening to A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life, a podcast that inspires individuals to step outside their comfort zone and into their true passion. I'm Alicia Ward, an average girl with a less than average background who has created a successful multiple six-figure business with no more than a high school education. I am ready to share my journey and knowledge with as many others as I can with the intention to impact and give confidence to anyone with the desire to follow their calling, but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. If you're looking to improve your life, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought to help you get the inspiration and actionable tips you need to make it happen. Let's get started. You guys are going to love today's episode and before I dive in I just want to bring today's episode sponsor to you and today's episode sponsor is The Ripple Method, an educational platform to help you start your own online business based around high ticket sales and start achieving your dreams. Whether it be time, location or financial freedom, high ticket sales in the online space have done that for myself and for so many other people. But with just the basic skills of Facebook, a lot of people don't feel like they're able to create Create something like that for themselves. The Ripple Method is fixing that. It is a full curriculum on A to B to C to D step-by-step strategies on how you take your basic knowledge around Facebook and can turn it into a profitable online business and create time, financial, and location freedom for yourself via working through your laptop, working from home, working from wherever you are in the world. It does work. It's created in a way that you can do it on the side while you're still working full-time or being a full-time mom and very busy. It's created so you can just put in you know, a couple hours a day and start seeing the results if you're consistent because we all know that consistency is key. If you're interested in learning more about the Ripple Method, you can go to www.therplmethod.net and check out a quick 30-minute class about it and chat to me if you'd like to learn more. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of A Poor Girl's Guide to a Rich Life. I have a special guest here with us today, someone who has impacted my life greatly and continues to impact so many people on a mass and global scale. Thanks to, you know, being able to take everything online, do things like have a podcast. I'm really excited to introduce Adrian to all of you in my community because, um, like I said, being a friend, being friends with Adrian and knowing him and having him come into my life as a whole really did do a lot for my mindset and thinking differently and thinking more critically. Um, so I think that he'll be able to help a lot of you through his work. He's a motivational educator and a clinical hypnotherapist. He has a podcast called The Power on Audio Club and also like an audio club where the, the podcasts and audios are sent out. Um, so welcome, Adrian. Um, I would love for you to give a bit of your, you know, your backstory, introduce yourself a little bit to my audience. Awesome. I'm super excited to be here, Ali, and I'm super proud of uh, your show and what you've done with your life and just feel blessed that, you know, I met you and Garrett and we all get to grow together. Um, so a, a quick snapshot of my story is um, my mom uh, attempted suicide in grade seven, committed suicide in grade 10, uh, developed generalized anxiety, PTSD, obsessive compulsive, <laughs> obsessive compulsive behaviors, uh, low self-esteem, I was in uh, codependent relationships. I would work in a corporation and then I'd go work to become an entrepreneur, but I 
failed because I didn't have the self-esteem or the proper beliefs. And then I go back to being a corporate uh, slave, in my opinion. And, and then uh, 2008, I went bankrupt and I lost everything. I lost my former wife. I had $100 in my bank account. I had to line up at construction, uh, Labor Unlimited in Vancouver with crackheads and alcoholics to get a ticket for construction jobs. Um, but then I went and worked at a body energy club in a store and worked on myself and gave myself permission to be the real me. And I went to clinical hypnotherapy school and three and a half years later, it's all history. And now I have uh, close to 11,000 members in my Facebook group, which was created organically. I have the Power On Audio Club, which is, uh, uh, you know, you receive daily audios, which is changing people's lives. And I can say that based on the testimonials I get. Uh, I live in paradise. I live in Thailand. My backyard is a beach. I don't have PTSD and generalized anxiety anymore. I've spent over 2,000 hours in one-on-one -on -one sessions coaching other online entrepreneurs that have had huge success uh, from those sessions. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very excited to share my story. And, and to start off, I want everybody to know that if you're suffering, it's not a life sentence. You can set yourself free and I want you to listen to what I have to say because I've figured out how to set myself free. So excited to be here, Ali. Awesome. Thanks, Adrian, so much. I really want to focus uh, this episode around, you know, mental health. I think especially with everything that's going on, people are really feeling mental health issues in one way or another. People are coping in different ways. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there about people, you know, drinking really early or drinking or dealing or online shopping or, and there's all these different things. And I just knowing you and what you've been through personally have dealing with mental health yourself, but also your mom obviously going through it. Um, you know, I think that you're such a perfect person to talk about it because you've, you've sure changed your life around in such a massive way and I think that's possible for everyone but there's certain things that people have to do in order to make that happen for themselves and so you're you know you're a leading example of, of that so um, you know when I started to first get serious about my business I had a lot of mental blocks um, I still deal with mental health, health issues myself from time to time it's definitely better but when I was starting my online business anxiety, you know, fear of failure, limiting beliefs, I'm not good enough, I don't have the skills, all of that was trickling into my life and really holding myself back. And when I met you, I had never even heard of a hypnotherapist. I went to this business event, uh, someone was speaking, your good friend, he mentioned hypnotherapy and I had never heard of it before. But I knew that, you know, therapy hadn't worked for me, I tried at different times. Um, and I just been, I knew that there was, I wanted to speak to someone professionally. I wanted to do something to help me break down my mental blocks, but I, I had never found the thing that worked. So when I heard of hypnotherapy and I was like, oh, and I looked into it and then I reached out to you at a time where I felt I was at a very low point. Um, it really helped me. It just helped me grow in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So I know there's people out there feeling like, Therapy is not my thing. Counselors, psychiatrists, uh, antidepressants, those things have not worked for me. I've tried everything. Nothing's working for me. There's always something new and kind of each new thing that you open up to can lead you in the right direction and maybe be the thing that, that really does click for you. So um, maybe touch on hypnotherapy a bit, um, what it is, um, how it works, how it helps people with, with mental health issues. Um, yeah, we'll start there. Awesome. 
Well, and I want to I want to point out that I'm not a psychologist. I do have a degree in psychology. I'm not a psychiatrist. I uh, I don't treat depression, but I show people how to change uh, convert. Uh, unhappiness into happiness. I don't treat anxiety, but I show people how to turn anxiety into calm and create relief. Um, I saw psychologists, counselors, everything you can think of growing up, and nothing seemed to change at a fundamental level. And I'm not saying that counseling counseling saved my life when I was young to have somebody to talk to. I'm not saying go, don't go talk to a counselor, but Here's what's happening in mental health right now. And if you're listening to this, I want you to really listen up because this can change your life or can save somebody's life that you know. If you go see a doctor right now, a GP, and say, I'm depressed and I have anxiety, most of them, 95% of them don't ask you a fucking question and they just give you a drug. And I had generalized anxiety. Not one doctor asked me how much coffee I was drinking. And I've had clients that have anxiety that drink a pot of coffee a day. Well, no kidding, you're going to have anxiety. you got to start by cutting out the stimulants. Um, how dehydrated you are can affect anxiety. So the doctors aren't checking the root cause. And then you go see a counselor and the counselor says, okay, come back and talk to me next week. And they're not checking the root cause. So... I became a human optimization coach and a clinical hypnotherapist because my first message to you is everything is connected. The food that you are eating, what you are drinking and what you are not drinking, if you're exercising or not, it's all affecting your mood. So you need to get some blood work done as the starting point. You need to know where you're at. And I can't tell you how many clients that I've worked with online that have found out they have hormonal imbalances which could have destroyed their whole life, you know, testosterone in the basement. So my first message is, is getting your, your physical body checked out because adrenal fatigue, low vitamin D. So you want to check your cortisol levels. You want to get adrenal fatigue checked. You want to get your vitamin D checked. You want to get your B vitamins checked. You want to get uh, your estrogen and testosterone checked because the crazy thing is, is all of those can create depression symptoms if they're off. So that's the starting point. And then I, I, you know, I realized that the more I did personal development, they all keep coming back to this, that your belief and how you think creates your reality. And at that time, I was a, a, an expert worrier, an expert ruminator. And so I was constantly focused on what I didn't want into my life and realized I had to change that. And then I started discovering and learning that the subconscious mind is 95% and the conscious mind is 5%. So when you go to see a counselor, a psychologist, you're talking with 5% of your mind. And the reason I never found big, deep changes below the surface was because I wasn't changing what was in my operating system. Uh, you have beliefs in your subconscious mind which tell the operating system what to create. So you're basically creating your life on autopilot because 95% of the day you're using your subconscious beliefs to dictate what you think and what you create. So I went to hypnotherapy school. And hypnotherapy is not stage hypnotism. No one can make you do anything you don't want to do. And it's basically, you know, when you came to see me in the office, you sat in the recliner, I sat beside you, and I just guided you with my voice and some music into a very calm and relaxed place. We put the client into theta brainwaves, which is hypnosis. You've all been in that naturally from zero to seven years old. You've all spent thousands of hours in trance watching movies, the news, driving in your car where you forget you've been driving, that's trance, so it's not something weird. 
And basically, I can access your subconscious mind and start having communication with it and ask it. You know, we would, with a session with you, I won't go into specifics, but we say, I'd like to speak to the part that's causing Allie to feel this way. And that part would come forward. It was you communicating to me, and it allows us to get into the deep-rooted stuff in the subconscious. So that's how I set myself free is I did a lot of these sessions I had to go back to things that happened in childhood that messed me up and changed the beliefs that I took on. Um, So that's a quick answer to what hypnotherapy is. It's changing the beliefs at the fundamental level. And until you change those fundamental beliefs, they're going to keep shooting up automatic negative thoughts. And most people have the belief that you're not enough, that you're not worthy, that you're bad. And if you have those beliefs in your operating system, you're not going to allow yourself to create a life of abundance. So... I could go on about that for hours, but really that's my answer to you on that one, buddy. Yeah, it's so true. You have to fix things from the inside, from the core. Otherwise, you will literally be seeing your counselor for the rest of your life and kind of staying at a similar level, maybe growing a little bit by bit, but not taking big mass moves, which you should be doing. And when it comes to how you treat uh, your mental health issues that you're dealing with, you know, hypnotherapy may not be what works for you, um, but you don't know until you try it. And I really didn't know what to expect going into it. Um, but I knew that I wasn't very good at meditation. I didn't feel very good at it. Um, and I just was open to anything because the things I had tried hadn't worked for me. And I was still dealing with a lot of the same blocks that I had always kind of been. So you need to try different things to find what truly clicks for you, right? And we have to do life that way. There's not one thing for any everybody, um, but I definitely think trying new things, you know, is, is this people quit smoking or biting their nails or crazy things from, from hypnosis, right? So you can reprogram your subconscious mind and your beliefs through it as well. It, it's really incredible. And to touch on the one thing you said um, about the doctors, when you have anxiety and things like that, they don't ask you how much you're, you're drinking or smoking or if you exercise. And that's something that I've noticed through these times right now is everybody's promoting stay home, stay home. And there's all these funny memes about drinking early and and not working out and how fat we're going to be when we come out of quarantine. But nobody is promoting, you know, you should be working out, getting outside, going for a run, you know, reading good books, working on your mental health and your and your health overall to help your immune system be boosted and strong um, and to deal through these tough times. And nobody talks about that, which is, you know, very ironic, I'm sure. Um, but when I was at some of my lowest points in my life, way before I ever became an entrepreneur, I had such bad anxiety. I was seeing everybody for it doing... Um, acupuncture and massage and just anything I could because I couldn't get rid of it. But when I went to an actual doctor about it, yeah, he didn't ask how much I was smoking cigarettes, which was like a pack a day and how much coffee I was having, which was like zero eating only coffee and only cigarettes. And my anxiety was through the roof, but it was all I could do. And he never asked me that. He just prescribed me out of um, without a question, 40 pills. Um, and I just ended up throwing them away. Whereas when I went and seen like the acupuncturist, you know, he was like, you need to stop drinking coffee so much. You need to stop smoking cigarettes. Um, They are not helping your anxiety. So you have to think about those things and be able to, to critically think like, why do I feel so much anxiety and what could be causing it um, in my life and try and cut those things back. Um, I really love what you said there. 
um, and how you got into hypnotherapy. And I think it's such an incredible thing. Um, so like I said before, with mental health right now, with what's going on in the world, people being in quarantine, people losing their jobs, their businesses, um, the fear that's being put out there, all the different kinds of ideas or theories. Um, I like... I don't like to, but I've been trying to speak more about, yes, it's scary that people are dying from a virus, but what's also scary that isn't being talked about is the people who are being harmed right now in abusive relationships, or there's the rise of child abuse, um, mental health issues on the rise, suicide rates um, increasing, and we actually had to reschedule this interview because you had clients and you, you actually said that, that you had more clients that were dealing with suicidal thoughts and things, which was really powerful to me to hear because um, people just aren't talking about that. That's not what you're seeing on the news. And can you touch a little bit on what you've been seeing um, when it comes to that right now? Yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting. You don't hear a lot about it. And um, something you said that's super important is that if you want to keep your immune system high and if you're worried about getting the virus, you need to be making sure that you're not stressed and that you're doing everything you can to raise your vibration and be as healthy as you can. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a challenging time for me since the COVID thing hit because I'm empathetic. I don't really like that word because people use I'm an empath and it's like their badge to honor. And I'm not saying it like that, but I am sensitive and I do feel things And the world energetics has been completely, totally fucked up recently since it started. So I've had on and off days. So I haven't been myself. And then the amount of messages that I've got from people that don't know me that are just reaching out. Uh, the amount of people that have either attempted suicide or are uh, suicidal or really at rock bottom has really amplified a lot uh, since this COVID started. And, you know, uh, the, amount of, the amount of domestic abuse that's going on right now, because you have couples that normally don't see each other, that are busy, that walk past each other in the morning and, and go to work, and, and now they're forced to be on top of each other. The number of kids that are getting beaten up right now by the anger and the parents that are at home, it's a, it's a real, real issue. And I think the biggest message I have is that it's super, super important for all of us to understand that you have to take care of your mental health first and something else came up inside of me when you said it earlier is I think there's a lot of when you hear mental health, people think you said at the beginning, you said, well, I have some mental health issues. And I love that because I come out and say I used to have PTSD and generalized anxiety. There's nothing wrong with having fucking mental health issues. Everybody on this fucking planet has mental health issues and, pe and people just don't recognize it. And it doesn't mean that you're messed up or that there's a badge on you that says you have to stand in the corner in the grocery store because you've got mental health issues. Every single person you walk past in the developed world, not every single person, but the majority of people, trust me on this, the majority of people you walk past are suffering from something mentally. Most people are beating themselves up mentally. Most people don't have a good relationship with themselves. And all of this COVID thing done and being locked down is amplifies the relationship that you have with yourself and it becomes very clear how you are doing with yourself. I mean, if you're forced to sit at home and you've been living your whole life running, from everything. This is this whole period in your life is going to be a huge, huge 
issue to deal with because now you've got to sit home. But that's why alcoholism has gone up because people are trying to numb the fact that they're being forced to sit with themselves. And that's why a lot of people can't meditate because they don't know how to sit in silence. So I guess my, my message is, is mental health is not something bad. It's important to understand that everybody has mental health issues and that you can set yourself free from it, but you have to put it as a priority. And I, w- I would say that the, the mental health issues around this whole COVID thing are way more destructive than the actual virus. And I don't, people can disagree with me, but if you look at the numbers of the virus, there's more people die sometimes of the common flu and the common cold. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I truly believe the big issues are right now are not what's going on in those hospital rooms, but what's going on at the houses behind the closed doors that we haven't seen the numbers or the statistics for right now, which is, it's super scary. Uh, yeah, but, people are know, like restless and, and anxious without knowing what to be doing on a day-to-day basis like they're normally used to, you know, get up at your alarm go to work, you have your weekends or whatever your schedule is. And all of a sudden when that's ripped out from under you and this fear is being created, you know, people are very restless. And, and what do you do when you're restless? You know, you try and, and, and numb it out, you know? Um, well, so, yeah, and, it's and, and to add into that, I, there's never been a greater time in human history to come home to yourself. And that's what's happening is that you've been forced to stay at home, but it's even more of a powerful metaphor that this is a huge opportunity if you're struggling at home right now. It's a massive catalyst that can propel you to become the greatest, most powerful version of yourself is that you have to start to face what your faulty beliefs are and you have to face what's going on inside of you so that you can create an amazing life. And the last thing I'll say on that is that sometimes you have to lose yourself to find yourself. And sometimes you have to go to where you don't want to be to figure out where you do want to be. So this whole shitty situation has the greatest potential to turn your life into an amazing place. Absolutely. It's how you look at it and if it's an opportunity for you or not. And I think that if if you feel restless at home to those who are listening and you feel very uncomfortable, then that is a sign that you need to start taking steps to feel comfortable, to be able to just be. Because I can guarantee that if you are one of the people who feel very restless in these times, you're not someone who meditates or you're one of the people who says, I can't meditate. I don't like to meditate. You know, you're one of those because if you can't just be still and find things to be grateful for and and find the peace and the quiet and and find the benefits um, and the opportunity in these crazy times, then there's just some personal work that can be that you can do to help yourself get there because life is better when you can just be in whatever the situation is not letting the outer circumstances that you cannot control affect you and create anger in you, which can feed into your relationship and into you, like, you know, your relationship with your kids and and everybody else, you know, that wouldn't happen if we were able to just be in the moment um, and, and learn how to deal with our frustration and our fear in better ways instead of just numbing it out. Um, I think mental health is is something so important to talk about. 
I'm not ashamed to say it. I definitely used to be. But the, the truth is, is that, yeah, I do deal with mental health issues. There's obviously a, a massive scale of what mental health issues can be. Um, and sometimes mine is worse than others. I have hormones. It's different every time in the month. Um, men and women have different hormones. So it really does depend. But um, the healthier we can be and the more aware we can be of our choices, um, of what we're putting into our body, what we're doing, what we're consuming. Um, all of those really impact our mental health. Um, so, so what do you think is something anybody listening could do today to start working towards, you know, a healthier mind and a healthier life in that sense? Well, I think the, the first place to start is to make a, an acknowledgement that you're not in a good place or that you're not where you want to be. And that things need to change because it can't start, the change can't start until you admit that there is an issue. And that's really, you know, you have that with alcoholics or addicts is change won't start until they acknowledge that they have an issue. Um, so that's really the starting point. The second point is making a commitment to learn how to unconditionally love yourself because we've all been taught how to conditionally love ourselves. So, uh, and one thing to look at is forgiveness. So you could type into YouTube, forgiving myself, how to forgive myself. You could type into YouTube, how to believe in myself. Um, so starting to change your programming is my first tip, is to start looking for programming that boosts you up, that builds you up. All the answers are in Google and YouTube if you learn how to ask for them. So if you're dealing with anger right now, go to YouTube and say how to deal with anger. And you'll find somebody that resonates with you that can provide you with information that can set you free. But you got to stop watching Netflix and you got to stop wasting your time and you got to find the information to help. So the first thing is one of the main things is finding the right content. The second thing I would suggest is if you don't meditate is finding Delta Waves on YouTube or you can join my Power On Audio Club and you can get hypnosis audio. So my two favorite ways to start this journey on coming home to yourself and connecting to source energy is letting go. And what I mean by letting go is letting go of linear thought. So that means you, uh, you, you quiet your mind to a point where you can stop thinking and solving problems. And delta waves are incredible because they balance your brain waves, which leads to optimized neural communication, which leads to positive thinking. So I've taken a lot of people a lot of people have come out of deep depressions by letting go to hypnosis audios or delta wave music. So you lay on your back, you put on some headphones, you uh, turn, press play on the music, you maybe set the alarm if it's in the daytime, and you just focus on my voice, you focus on the music, and you do some deep breathing, and eventually your mind will quiet. And if your mind drifts away, you just bring it back to focus on my voice or the music, and you can let go. So I highly recommend doing that multiple times a day, especially if you're suffering. The other thing is, is to stop eating shitty food right now. Stop eating processed food because that will sewer your mindset. Stop drinking alcohol because it's a depressant. And get some exercise. You can do body weight exercises at home, everybody. There's no excuses right now. You can drop down and do push-ups. You can do your full body workout at home without weights. So those would be my top picks. Get your physical body active, change your food, stay hydrated, and start letting go multiple times throughout the day. And the last thing I'll tell you is to become the good coach. Observe your thoughts. 
and change the conversations that you're having with yourself because the quality of your life is always going to be based on the conversations you're having with yourself. So that would be my little action pack advice on how to start making changes. And again, I want to repeat, if you're stuck at home, if you're not happy where you are, if you're depressed, if this whole COVID situation has amplified this, this is not a bad thing. This whole situation has the potential to propel you to become the greatest version of yourself. And people like you, Ali, or people like me wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't from being in those tough, stuck places. So if you're stuck right now, it's the starting point to something fucking amazing, if you choose it to be. Change is possible, but things won't change until you do. So that's my answer to that one, Ali. How incredible is that and, and uplifting to people to know that if you're in a tough spot right now, if you're going through the shit, it just means that you can help more people if you can overcome it, if you can pull through it, if you can change your thinking. Because when you actually are able to do that for yourself, you can help the other people who are stuck where you are right now through just showing them how you personally did that yourself, right? You don't have to go to college. You don't have to have 10 years, you know, experience. All you have to do is get yourself from where you're at now to, a, you know, a higher vibe, more uplifted place and, and start making changes and taking action and being consistent and, and doing the things that, that feel really impossible right now, the things that scare you, the things that feel out of your reach when you start doing them, um, you get a little bit empowered every day. I personally believe that like progress is happiness. You know, when there's something that you want and you start making progress towards getting it, it helps you feel happier, it helps you feel fulfilled. It applies to everything. If you wanna be in better shape and you start working out every day and you start seeing the results, you feel happier. If you stop working out and you move further away from the results you want, you feel bummed out about it, you're beating yourself up. It goes for everything in life, you know? So um, just, just remember that, you know? Every day that you decide not to take action towards what you want for yourself, you're just holding yourself back and keeping yourself where you don't feel really good, right? Mental health is such an incredible. I just want to add in there, Ali, it's super important that I want to share with people is that if you're trying to decide about becoming an online entrepreneur and just trying to, to decide or figure out how to go about creating your dreams, if you're not letting go and meditating, if you're not exercising, if you're not eating healthy foods, if you're not hydrated, you're not going to be operating and thinking from a high vibing place. So of course, it's going to feel more overwhelming. So I want you to understand the starting point is to raise your vibration and start loving yourself. Start treating yourself well. And once you treat yourself well, you still will have fear. I still have fear. I still wake up some mornings, like you said, with the ups and downs about entrepreneurship when we were talking before. I have mornings where I'm like in fucking total fear about what's gonna happen with the Power On Audio Club and how am I gonna pay my bills in six months, but I catch myself and I bring myself back and I go do one of those things that raises my vibration. So super important if you're listening to this right now, if you're not high vibing and you're not treating yourself well, don't expect to have confidence or feel good about making decisions. The starting point is to forgive yourself and start making a commitment to learn how to love yourself and then everything else changes and you're living proof and I'm living proof. The only other thing I'll say is that the reason I'm so effective at what I do and I believe the reason you're so effective at helping people with what you do is because we fucking struggle. 
I struggled my whole life. I won't take it back. I don't have any regrets. It means I can be authentic and can really connect and help people because I've been there. And I got the rest of my life to float downstream and I'm super grateful I was swimming upstream most of my life because now it just makes me more authentic and powerful at what I do. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. I think that, you know, our problems never go away. They just change and we change in how we deal with them and how we look at them. The problems that I have now would have crippled the older version of me. Like if I went through some of the problems business-wise um, and stuff that I go through now back in my old version of myself, I would be in bed crying for days. My anxiety would be through the roof. I would probably be back to smoking a pack of cigarettes every day because that's how I used to deal with my problems and my anxiety. I would smoke cigarettes, I wouldn't eat food, and I would drink coffee, and I would just obsess over negativity and the things that were causing me pain. I used to bring myself pain, you know? But that is not the right way to do it. And the, the version of me now doesn't do that. I don't go for a pack of cigarettes. Um, you know, I don't rethink about the things that really make me feel anxious. I just be like, Kate, hey, what's the lesson from this? Yes, this sucks. I let myself be down for a few minutes, then I let it go and I move on and I move forward. Um, and I know that there's a lot of growth in it. So, you know, it's amazing to get to that point. And I, and I really want more and more people to reach that because it's, it's a better life. Um, you can navigate through problems don't go away, but your problems almost get bigger which is okay because you're a bigger person and you're able to deal with them, right? So um, if you think millionaires and super rich people don't have problems, they, they damn well have problems and they're, and they're way bigger than yours, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's something exciting to think about for yourself. Well, well and I want to add into that, Ali. I keep interrupting you, but it's just okay. you're, you're, you're pulling up some good points is that I think a lot of people listening right now, I think you might think that once you start making lots of money, all the problems go away. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. And like Ali said, the target just changes. So you need to figure this out now. You need to figure out how to have a good relationship with yourself. Because I've got more money than I've ever had in my whole life right now. And now I'm trying to fucking figure out where to put it. And then the stress comes with where do you invest your money and what do you do with that? And then you start freaking out about losing it. So it's, it's never changing and, and the target just changes. So I used to be an expert ruminator and worrier. And what I've recognized is that every week it, it just changes. It can find a different place, but it's my job to get in control of that to start observing how I think and to change the conversations I have with myself and doing whatever I can to make sure that those thoughts and conversations are as healthy as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say the importance of, because you're one of the most connected people that I know, and I know a lot of people think of that as like, woo, woo, or ever to be connected, to be, to meditate, um, you know, connected beings which just means that you're kind of connected to a higher consciousness. You're more intuitive. You know, you take time to just be still and you listen to the nudges. Um, how important do you think it is to be more connected and open to, to that side of things to be able to overcome like a lot of the typical day-to-day -day mental health issues that people are dealing with, like depression and anxiety and things like that? Well, it's an amazing question, and I think, I think everybody needs to understand, in my opinion, when we were born into this world, we were fully connected to source energy. We didn't have all the programming. Uh, we didn't have all of the faulty beliefs. We didn't have all of the things that we live with today as adults when we were babies. So my message to you is, is that you need to just remember. 
you come from source energy. If you look into quantum physics, quantum mechanics, the new science, and this is my opinion. I know this is how you see it. And if you're listening to this and you don't see it that way, that's okay too. But my belief is that we're all energetic beings having a, a spiritual experience in a human body. We're not human beings having a mechanical experience. And when you say connected, what, what I really take that to mean is that I, I lost everything midlife. So I lost my, my title. I lost my former wife. I lost my money. I lost everything that defined me as me, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because then I had to connect with something higher to, to, to love myself and to build myself and connected means to me is just connecting to that intuition, to the quantum field, to connecting to this universal intelligence that is all around us. Now, for example, how does one cat know that another cat is not a danger or not when they see each other? Or how does the gazelle know that the lion, they communicate energetically with each other. And this is happening all around us on this planet. But we as humans believe that, oh, it's not us. So I think the most important thing is that the education system, the, the media, everything has tried to program this out of you. Because if you're not connected to source energy and you're not connected to this love and this compassion that's inside of you, you become a very good consumer. So it's an amazing way to create a good consumer is you get them eating shitty foods, you get them taking drugs to be depressed, and you get them in debt, unhappy, not fulfilled, and you'll create a fucking amazing consumer that'll go into debt to shop, to buy things to make themselves feel better. So it's just super important that you connect to source energy you, and really connecting to source energy is letting go and however you do that, letting go of linear thought and all the love, all the safety, all the passion, all the acknowledgement, all the self-worth, everything you're looking for is inside of you and it comes from you to you. So living a whole life connected to just the external is is. Pretty, strug, uh, pretty tough in my opinion. You either go within or you go without. Yeah, I love that. I think that was so powerful what you said that um, all the media and things that people are seeing is literally programming people not to be connected and to rely on external things and not to understand how powerful they are if they go within. And that is a problem. That is creating the consumers. That is why people were panic buying toilet fucking paper okay because that is why <laughs> that's that's so simple yet so powerful and it just hit home for me because that's what i've noticed so much through all of this just kind of looking at things looking at the articles seeing how people respond how they comment how, what they get angry about what triggers them and if you're connected and you understand that those external things do not change you or they don't define you um, or they can't ruin you, then then your thought pattern changes and you don't panic by, you know, toilet paper. And, you know, so you can really kind of differentiate the people in those senses and it's nobody's fault. Like literally from the day that we are born, that is how society works and the educational system and the news and the media and so it's your responsibility, the listeners, it is your responsibility to look within yourself and start consuming the right things to help you get connected because the news and whatever you've been doing up to this point isn't leading you in that direction. It's leading you in the opposite direction. 
Um, the last thing I want to bring up uh, before we bring this to a close um, is kind of how just to tie that up too, because you have to go within or you go within or you go without. And, you know, people are being programmed not to do that, not to understand their power to, you know, numb things with exterior things, booze, drugs, antidepressants, all these things. Do you feel that someone can become as connected to themselves as they're capable of if they are constantly you know, relying on something like an antidepressant or something that can potentially numb out that that um, that feeling, that calling to to be still or be connected. If you know what I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I think something that's really important, and this is my opinion. I think every form of medicine has its place, and I believe that antidepressants have a place with certain people in certain situations. So I wanna be quite clear about that, but I do not agree how they're being prescribed like candy and how no one is looking into the root causes and that if you don't treat the root cause, the antidepressant is not going to solve the problem. Um, I, think, I think you can be connected. I mean, I had my, some of my first uh, very, very powerful spiritual experiences in Shavasana after yoga and I was on Paxil. But eventually, I believe that to find true happiness, you have to find a way to stop depending on external things, no matter what it is, to make you feel happy and to make you feel okay. And again, I want you to understand, if you're listening to this, don't be hard on yourself. Uh, you have been programmed hardcore for deferred happiness. I'll be happy when I'm on vacation. You need to live in the now and you need to start uh, um, stop living in the future and stop living in the past and be okay with where you are right now and you can do it and I just think it's open to everybody we're all connected we're all spiritual beings it's inside of you no one's stopping you from getting there but you do have to learn to be in silence and you have to come home to yourself and, and I keep going back to this but you have to forgive yourself you have to stop battling yourself and being so hard on yourself but there is so much love waiting for you. There is so much. I let go and I mean, I'm going to let go after this and the feeling, it's the best feeling I've ever felt. I love Joy. She's an amazing partner. I have these two little kittens. I love my, my life. I love the people in my life, but nothing replaces that sweet spot when I let go of linear thought and connect to this, just this energetic love and compassion and safety. I'm so excited for all of you that are listening that haven't found this because it's going to change your life. Neither Ali and I are selling you a fucking religion or a dogma. We're just trying to tell you that everything you seek is inside of you. Stop looking to external stuff. And it, don't get me wrong. It's not bad to have things. But since I discovered this, Ali, I could pack all my clothes into one duffel bag and I own a scooter and my, that's it. I own a fucking scooter and I rent two apartments in Thailand. I'm completely free because I don't need these things to, 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 to I don't need to feel okay by having, by telling you I drive a, a fancy car and there's nothing wrong with fancy stuff, but don't chase after that stuff and make that your life. Make connecting to some. Thanks for listening to this episode. 
If you got some value or actionable takeaways, I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me in your Instagram story. That's where I hang out the most. And it's always so motivating to see that you're getting inspiration, motivation, or just the message that you needed from my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes because helping others is important to me. I believe that we can help ourselves by helping others. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left me a review on iTunes to help me get this out into the big, beautiful world and for other ears that might want to hear it. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you on the next episode.